You know, Craig, if you listen closely, you can pinpoint the second when the Habs fans break in half. And now. <laughs> I jumped up and down in the newsroom. I was so happy today. Oh, I was at my day job, and we saw the tweet saying, PKC, I might get traded today, and I said this to a couple of my colleagues, and they're like, ah, oh, yeah, no way. we already seen Taylor Hall get traded for Adam Larson. There's no way someone's going to make a stupider trade than that. And lo and behold... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's that's like crazy. honestly, Steven Stamkos re-signs with Tampa Bay, and today was still a good day. Yeah. Oh God, is that? Uh, that of course is Craig Needle's voice, who's back uh, here on the Crossover Podcast. It's been a while for you, Craig. Yeah, you haven't, been a little you haven't, bit. Uh, been a little bit. We've been Game of Thrones preoccupied, and with my other job, we weren't able to. With me working two jobs at once, I got two jobs, man. Uh, uh, we just weren't able to get you on for draft talk, unfortunately. But uh, luckily, the NHL and a, you know the there's a big signing in the NFL today. Dropped this delicious bomb. The, the, the <laughs> highest paid player on a on a yearly basis in NFL history signed a contract today. Yeah, and, and it was a afterthought. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least in Canada, it certainly was. True. Well, yeah. 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 Like you know, the four letter down south will be like. <laughs> for their hour show, the f- first 40 minutes will be <laughs> the Andrew Luckdale men have been. Oh, by the way, there were a couple of trades made in the NHL today. Uh, check on another network. Yeah. No, you should not check <laughs> another network. Uh, and so, now more on the Kevin Durant free agency saga. Highlights of today <laughs> include when Kevin Durant's wife let the cat out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, oh. Possibly because he had signed with a new team, we don't no. know. <laughs> <laughs> of course, there's no way to see him, Kevin Durant, signing a new contract now without some sort of heat-sensitive infrared camera. Now, so let's, let's turn it on. on. Um, yeah, there's, well, we there's lots go going on. Let's talk about the hockey stuff, though. That's uh, That was the craziest so... thing. So uh, I'll, I'll give you like the synopsis of my day. I don't know how much, how close you are yeah, watching. The walk, us, walk us through the timeline, because so uh, imagine you're see, similar. We see the first thing first, and I know this sounds silly, but I work with a Devils fan, just one of the, one of the radio stations down the hall. And, that is hilarious. Yeah, uh, and we see the thing like, oh, yeah, yeah uh, New Jersey and uh, Edmonton talking about Adam Larson and Taylor Hall and the, the Devils fan guy is like, oh, no, they have to give a bunch of other stuff, and this is probably never going to happen. It's a total pipe dream, and he walks back down the hall, and then uh, a couple more reporters tweet a couple more reporters tweet it, and then they're like, okay, done deal. New Jersey sending to Adam Larson to Edmonton for Taylor Hall. And we're like, oh, man, what else is the, what are the, else the Devils are going to have to give up? They're going to have Damon Zeverson or whatever it happens to be. And then we see the tweet, it's a straight one for one, which, honestly, the, the Devils literally had nothing that would have made that a legitimate trade. There was nothing no. on the Devils roster. You're like, oh, okay, if you add in this piece, it would have been fine. Um, but the fact that it was one for one was just mind-boggling. Someone said, uh, this is like a PlayStation trade. But no, it is not. If you're playing oh. like NHL 2016 on PlayStation and you are you playing as the Devils in franchise mode and said, can we get can we get a haul for Larson? The computer been like, hell no, you cannot do that. These, both the trades that were made today, I've, if they happened in fantasy leagues, they would have been vetoed <laughs> Instantly. Weber is like, overrated enough by instantly. some people that that may not have been the case in every league. I think that Weber True. is remarkably overrated. We can talk about that in a bit. But Larson for Hall, yeah, 10 times out of 10 every single league, no matter what. Yeah, like just, oh my God, it was so bad. Because I remember thinking, they've got to get, like the Oilers are getting Corey Schneider in this deal, right? Like that's got to be the move, right? I mean, they, I, it, I, I mean, I realize they're, it's a, still a dumb move, even if it's if if it was Schneider and Larson for Hall. Yeah. It's still a dumb move for Edmonton, but at the very least, I could say, we finally got our goalie, right? Yeah. But, oh, good Lord. Like, just... 
like it was so bad. And like Larson's isn't Larson's like I, I don't have it in front of me right now, but isn't his Corsi like Corsi four? Or, or, yeah, well, in, the, the, negative the fours uh, his Corsi relative is about three percent lower than the Devils team over the last few years. He does not okay. score a lot of points considering how many minutes he plays. He's just not a player that I'm giving up a cornerstone type of winger for, which is exactly what Taylor Hall is. Yes. So that it's hilarious because you Larson's have... con- like if Larson was signed really Ugh. if Larson was signed really cheap for the next like five six years you're like okay I guess I can see how they think they're getting a deal Larson signed four point one six six I think over the next six seasons like that's that's a it's a long deal and the Oilers are not saving that much money by downgrading their talent that way it just it, it the entire thing makes no sense and you hear all these like why. Didn't the Oilers, and we can talk about this in a second after we get through the PK thing, why, mm-hmm. if, if PK was uh, on sale for bargain basement prices so the, oil, so the Habs could change their room, and Hall was on sale for bar- bargain basement prices so the Oilers could change their room, why didn't those two teams find each other? Yeah. Like, like, it feels oh. as though they'd be way better off today if they just said, well, this is the trade now, <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Um, oh, what, my what other, God. other NHL teams that could have easily beaten that offer? The other twenty eight. <laughs> yeah, like if if like as a Leaf fan, basically other than Matthews, I'm not sure what the Leafs could have given up in a one for one for Hall that I would have been like, oh, you know what I mean? I think they pretty pretty much could have given up everything else, and I'd have been like, ah, oh, it seems reasonable. Yeah, I, I uh, it like it's so bad. And considering you and me and probably a lot of other people were having a conversation because we were talking about it. It felt like the advent because. The draft last week, which, again, we didn't get to cover, there was so much talk of, oh, my God, is PK going to be traded? And then, like, oh, my God, is this guy going to be traded? Stamkos is still looming, you know, like the the, the Jets just moved up. This is going to be one of the craziest drafts of all time. And then we got down to business, and it was pretty much chalk. Everybody did everything. And, like, Lars Eller got moved. and Andrew Shaw got moved and signed to a contract yeah, that the Montreal Canadiens will regret. Yeah, that, well, that was the thing. Which move was worse by the Habs? Like, it wasn't even a week. They weren't even oh. a week removed. Oh, the PK from move is far, far, far worse. Oh, it is. But I'm just saying, they weren't even a week removed from their already, like, team shattering for at least three or four years decision. And then this. And then this happened. And it was just, we we had a conversation of, like, so the Oilers look like they got to do something because they, they were – Milan Lucic rumors were, were all over the the room. And I'm just like, they've already got four wingers. Why the hell are they looking at Milan Lucic? That means they got to move somebody. And you were saying, well, you know, they got to move Nuge or, or Yakupov, well, right? Yeah, Yakupov, I thought, move. was the guy. The other ones had yeah. contract, contracts I thought weren't going to be uh, a mentor. And then you and I came to the conclusion, unless your name, unless your last name is Hall or McDavid, Anybody like can be tra- you know anybody is is movable on that Oilers roster, and the Oilers who are now year six into their rebuild, uh, <laughs> just moved probably their second best piece for well yeah absolutely. not not probably certainly their second best Cer- yeah certainly their second best player uh, for like why the hell didn't they trade for PK Subban I just, why didn't they I... trade like okay if they had called if they had called uh, just as uh, if they had called the Minnesota Wild I know that's the same division. Yeah. And said, Taylor Hall for any of your defensemen. Minnesota probably does it. Mm-hmm. And Minnesota has like five defensemen who are better than Adam Larson. Yes. Like, like I don't, I cannot for the life of me understand. Like, why, okay, 
Columbus is uh, they re-signed Seth Jones today. I get that. Why couldn't the Oilers have called the Blue Jackets? Good contract, too. Good contract. But the Blue Jackets, maybe they're concerned about Jones. Why didn't the Oilers call the Blue Jackets? Oh, yeah, you're worried about Jones. What if I gave you Taylor Hall for him? That wouldn't have been a yeah. great trade, but it would have been a, like, a hell of a lot better than this. I just don't understand. They must have just hugely, hugely, hugely overrated Larson. It's the only way. The most logical explanation I heard was somebody jokingly on Twitter, and I, I wish I remember who it was so I could give him credit, but someone jokingly said, you know, did they think they were getting Oliver Ekman Larson? Yeah. And they were just confused. And I was just like, well, you know, it makes more sense than any other thing, like explanation I could come up with. Cause it was just so confusing. I'm like, why would the, like, if you're an Oilers fan, I'm, and I mentioned it earlier, this is year six of this nonsense now. Yeah. And you thought that and, McDavid, like having McDavid, you're like, Oh, okay. Well, finally this, is yeah. and, and Shirelli was going to be a competent GM. But now we look back and Shirelli was gifted, Zidane Chara. He was yes. gifted to Rask. Fell mm-hmm. ass backwards into Patrice Bergeron. Fell ass yes. backwards into Brad Marchand. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, These are all good points. So all of a sudden you look and you're like, wait a minute, what's Peter Shirelli's track record? Oh, trading Tyler Sagan for 60 cents on the dollar? Oh, oh trading, right. That's on his resume. trading Taylor Hall for maybe 25 cents on the dollar? 20, yeah. And that's being kind? Yeah. Um, and then you look at some of these other deals he's made since he got to Edmonton. Griffin Reinhardt for a first and a second. People knew that was a bad deal the second it was made. And the Islanders get Matthew Barzell on that, with that draft pick. Like, what the hell are you thinking? Uh, there were a lot, of, a lot of mistakes that have been made so far by the Shirelli regime. And people thought, oh, the Oilers are going to be better run now. But no, that's not true. They have McDavid, which is extremely helpful. But I just don't understand how basically you have to just like anyone who's ever played for the Oilers has to be fucking fired. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care who the GM is. I don't care who's making the choices. But there are still people that once played for the Oilers that are still part of that front office. They've all got to go. Everything's got to go. Everyone not named Connor McDavid should be traded. Like the whole thing's got to be. And I know it sounds silly because they're in year seven. The whole thing's got to be blown up again because. I texted you earlier today about the Oilers' defense, and they have five guys that are making more than three and a quarter this year just as, uh, on their cap sheet. And, like, one of them is good. Like, Sakara's okay. Larson, whatever. Uh, we don't know about Clefbaum yet. Uh, Ference is on there. Fane, they were considering buying out. They still might buy him out. Uh, whew. It's just, it's, it's a mess. It's, it's a mess. They're a worse hockey team today. Um, it's it's year seven of a rebuild yeah. that has has netted them nothing but first overall picks and an embarrassing slew of everybody making fun of them. I mean, to put this in perspective, Craig, um, some call like the most famous trade in the history of sports, the history of sports on planet Earth, was this franchise, this same franchise, the Edmonton Oilers, trading Wayne Gretzky who many consider to be the greatest like player in the history of, of the game. The mm-hmm. game. They traded him. Yep. And that trade is now probably the second worst trade that franchise has ever made. <laughs> yeah, if only worst. the Devils had given the Oilers $15 million. Yeah, because Pocklington could at least say, I mean, we lost Gretzky, but look at this huge pile of money we now have, right? right? <laughs> like, and, I mean, he did get some guys back, too, right? I, I mean, nobody whoever was ever traded for Wayne Gretzky ever became what they were supposed to be, but I'm not blaming them for that. 
and the Oilers weren't the only team to, to trade Gretzky. But, man, I just so bad. And to think, this might be the second worst trade of the day, Craig. Yeah, I know. Because uh... <laughs> the Habs, five minutes later. Yeah, it's uh, what an unbelievable day. Um, this, oh this, this trade might be worse, and I'll tell you why. Uh, P.K. Mm-hmm. Subban, I think we can agree, is the second best defenseman in the world. At least, at the worst, he's one of the three best defensemen in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so losing that is bad. And then you get the, I think, tremendously overrated Shea Weber. Shea Weber, I think, was the third best defenseman on the national team. Maybe the fourth, depending on who you talk to. Yeah. So that's not helpful. Shea Weber's cap hit is $7.857 million. Shea Weber is 30 years old right now. He'll be 31 when the season starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, that cap hit Doesn't last... that contract run until he's 42? That's right. It runs until he's 30 years Ugh. old. There are some significant cap recapture penalties if he retires before the end of that contract, which will hit both Nashville and Montreal now at this point. Uh, <laughs> Shea Weber is much, much worse than P.K. Subban. He's older than the P.K. Subban. He has a worse contract than P.K. Subban. Why would you want to trade Shea Weber for P.K. Subban if you're Montreal? How does that help? Uh, unless there's something going on with character issues with P.K. Subban, which we know is total goddamn horseshit. Yeah, P.K. Subban is one of the inc- most incredible ambassadors hockey has, and they are lucky to have him. All these charitable donations. He's this com- tremendously well-loved player in the community. Look at the replies to the Habs tweet about we've traded P.K. Subban for Shea Weber. Just the anger from Montreal mm-hmm. fans. The absolute furiousness from Montreal fans. A, a good friend of mine that works with me at the, uh, the radio station, the Day Dove, Jess Brady, is a Montreal fan, is devastated. Devastated I, by I, what's going on. And, I have at least two... I know at least two Habs fans, some of which may be family members, who are looking to put their names on the back of Las Vegas Black Knights jerseys. Yeah. Because, uh, like, they're thinking fresh start. Well, Je- Jess texted today, right. and she's like, maybe I should cheer for the Leafs. And I'm like, yeah, come on, Mar- you know, Matthews, Mark, Wow, Lander. that's, get that's in. too bad. Though. Get in. Uh, get in now, but getting's good. I would, I would rather, because I don't know, have you seen those Black Knights, that logo for the Black Knights, Craig? Well, that's not, that that's not official is, yet, but sure. Oh, well, if that is the jersey, and uh, let me just say this, like, allow Matt Pierce to throw his hat into, if that, that, like, if you Google Las Vegas Black Knights, that logo that comes up, I don't know if that's sanctioned or if that was like a, you know, this might be a thing, or if this is just somebody on the internet who spitballed or make it, make that your logo, because it is effing awesome. And then just go black and gold, right, with it, right? But, I mean, like, different from Pittsburgh. But just, so go, like, 90% black with just a little bit of gold and then be Las, the Las Vegas Black Knights. And I was just like, oh, God. Because, like, I might get that jersey, and I and I won't be cheering for the Black Knights. Or I'll be cheering for them to be successful because a team being successful in Las Vegas will be just open up the doors for other franchises to go there, specifically the NFL, which – we all want right. for gambling purposes. Of course, yes. Um, yeah. Going from Montreal to the Leafs, though, that's... that's oh, I, I think she was just emotional. Oh, and a lot of Montreal fans were emotional today. It's just oh, an I, absolutely, yeah. unbelievably awful trade. Can't blame them whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. It's just... <sighs> unbelievable. Bad. And I, I, I feel for her, and I feel for other Montreal fans, and I realize that they've enjoyed my suffering for a long time, so now the tables yeah. have turned a little bit. Now my team's about to be good. Um, 
the other foot. Yeah, and here's the other thing. Like, it just and, – and people don't understand this, but it's true. Shea Weber, like, everyone thinks, oh, yeah, he's the number one horse defenseman. No, not. Mm. He's not that guy. That is reputation-based. He's good on the power play, and he's got, he brings some things to the table. But, oh, he's a shutdown guy. That is reputation-based. That is not based on reality. That's not based on the numbers that happen for the Nashville team when he is on the ice. It just simply is not based in that. It is based purely in, oh, yeah, he's a big guy with a big shot, and he's got a reputation, so he's a good defensive player. It's just not that way. How much of P.K. Subban leaving the haves has to do with his skin color? Like what percentage? It's, uh, it's so difficult to answer that. And because mm-hmm. we're not in the room, right? So, yeah, exactly. And we don't know exactly what Mark, Ber- maybe Mark Bergevin is just nuts. <laughs> yeah. And just not good at being the GM. Maybe that's all it is. I don't mean, but you can't, you can't look at some of the way that PK has been analyzed. Mm hmm. Um, and not think to yourself, well, hey, maybe there's something to that. Denying him the C, I think. To the, I, 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 the, I remember tweeting, and I stand by this tweet. The second I heard them, they announced Max Pacioretty as the captain, I tweeted, and I don't go to the all caps that often because I want when I go all caps to mean something. In all caps, I tweeted cowards, and I stand by that tweet. Yeah. Uh, well, they they benched him for later. times. They gave him that terrible bridge contract. There was a lot yeah. of different things that happened with that organization. They didn't want to pay this guy, but they did. Here's something that Mark Bergevin said today. And look, I, you can read this however you want. Yes, PK's different. We're not going to hide that. But that was never an issue, never a problem. What do you mean by different? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and again, I'm not saying I'm going to sit here and say Mark Bergevin's racist because I don't know if Mark Bergevin's a racist or not. I don't know if Michelle Terrian's a racist or not. I have no idea what the answer to those questions are. But mm. some of the ways that they talk about P.K. Subban, who, again, was their best player, who, again, is one of the best players in the league. Mm-hmm. leaves something to be desired. Yeah, uh, it's not it's, it's not good. Uh, it's terrible. Uh, it's just you think all the charity work that guy's done and millions of, uh, and, and and visiting just, sick kids in hospital, uh, just this incredible ambassador, and they just anything that away. everything you've asked of that guy, he's done, and yeah. and they still no, chased him out awful, of town. Awful, awful, yeah. awful, awful. <sighs> I, I uh, God, why couldn't they have traded him to the Avalanche just for old times' sake? You know, just like, I mean, the Avs they're pretty much a defenseman away. I mean, for old times, we could have given you Nick Holden. <laughs> Yeah, ah, yeah, so that's. Uh... Uh, oh, I'm, I I just can't believe that it happened this way. And after he made that whole thing at the draft, is oh yeah, we're not trading PK. We're not, not happening. Yeah, it's like, like everyone's a liar. That's what I've learned about. It's a good thing to learn. Sports, yeah. Uh, Stamkos, the 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 final piece of the uh, one of two big signings today, the biggest in the NHL. Uh, I can't believe he resigned with. The lightning. I, I, I can to a point. Like I thought, I always thought that he might go back there. I always thought that he might mm-hmm. like explore the market and see what happens. I didn't yeah. think that he would sign for eight years, eight and a half per. Well, they were the only team that could give him eight years, right? Like if he left free agency, I think he was capped out at seven with the weird NHL rules. Like if he left for your your beloved Maple Leafs, the Leafs could only give him seven 
for some reason, which is why there's all sorts of talk of potentially – now, I, I, I thought I heard. I'm not sure if this was confirmed, but did he get a no-move clause in the new uh, – Yes. Okay, so that eliminates the possibility because some people were kicking around the idea of – Him signing Stan with Tampa Coast. and then getting traded. Yeah, being the first ever sign and trade in the history of the and National Hockey Which League. Which could have made know? sense based on the eighth year. Uh, yeah, exactly. But right? no, I, I don't think that's what's happening because the report no. originally came out. It's not Stephen Stamkos is signed with Tampa Bay. The report was Stephen Stamkos is staying with Tampa Bay. Yeah. And I feel as though that's what the agent or the team or whatever was texting someone. I, I, I think it's a big coup for Steve Eiserman, who it turns out is very good yeah. at being a GM of a National Hockey League team. Wow. Yeah, I, 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 get, I really look like, because it seemed like the relationship with him and Stamkos was so toxic. Right. So it it does look like he pulled a fast one here. Well, uh, I, I just think that Iserman was like, this is the price. We're not going over this because we've got to mm-hmm. sign Hedman. We've got a bunch of stuff coming up in the future. Here's our yep. price. If you want to sign for this, that's fine. If not, you got to go. And eventually Stamkos realized, wait a minute, living in Tampa, Florida and playing on an excellent team is pretty cool. So maybe I'm just going to sign this. Yeah, you know that's that's true. I mean, I just i I can't believe he didn't at least kick the tires. You know, what, like, why would he if you waited till Friday? Just yeah. see what the Leafs are offering, see what Absolutely. Detroit is offering, and he probably had an idea as to what those were, those numbers were going to be. Yeah. But just, just and Montreal, like Montreal was basically doing, or Montreal, not Montreal, the the Leafs were basically going to do the, the, the their pitch was going to be the the same thing that the next pitch to LeBron was in 2010 when LeBron was a free agent, where it was like, dude, if you come here, you will be a god. Right. <laughs> like, now, and, the, and here's the one thing that the Leafs have that uh, the Knicks didn't. The Knicks didn't? Is, anything? Uh, <laughs> well, the Leafs were like, oh, yeah, we just... Competent Austin people Matthews. running their program? Yeah, competent people running their program. Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, Liam yeah. Nylander. You know, they're it's like, yeah. hey, you come here and you're going to be here when these four guys, or these three guys sort of mature and... and, and, and hopefully for the Leafs' sake, become stars. And mm-hmm. that would have been the pitch, plus all the endorsement dollars, I think. But uh, no, Stamco staying, I understand it. I get it. If you look yeah. at that Tampa Bay roster, like they're going to be good for a long time because Absolutely. Steve Eiserman keeps making the right choices on a lot of these things. Yeah, they have some contracts that are not good. Uh, the Ryan Callahan contract, which there's four years left on, that's a bad, bad deal. That's that is a bad really deal. bad deal. Uh, the deal that involves Braden Coburn, which is 3.7 for the next three seasons, that deal was bad as soon as the ink was dry on it. Um, but the, the Coburn one especially, you can you can figure out a way out of that. Uh, they're set in goal for a while with Bishop for this year, and then Vasilevsky beyond that. Like it's uh, it's a it's a good team, and there's there, a lot of stuff that they're doing makes a whole lot of sense. Whole lot of sense. Hmm. Uh, I just like I said, I just can't believe he didn't kick the tires. No, no, no. I'm, I'm surprised like, by that too. I can. Yeah. At the same time, I mean, Kevin Durant. Just just to uh, give a comparison, Durant on Friday is meeting with four or five teams that are his like landing spots or, or are his potential landing spots. I think it's Miami, Boston, San Antonio, and Golden State. They're all going to visit him in New York, and they're going to get to make their pitch. And then I ultimately believe that um, Durant's going to re-sign that one-year deal with Oklahoma, unless he's just so pissed at, uh, unless he just is, is has his heart set on mindset on leaving. 
uh, Oklahoma and just just seeing what yep. else is out there. It because it, it makes the most sense just based on the way the NBA's cap is going to go up for him to go give it one more year with Oklahoma and then and then get his big boy contract the, the year after when he can get more sure. money. But then you do run the risk of what if he snaps his leg next season? Of right? course, yeah, that's why you do what LeBron did this past season with uh, mm-hmm. one like the two year deal with the with the option for the next year. Yeah. So, you, so your worst case scenario is you get forty million bucks, but you can also become a free agent after the season. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just it, Durant is at least kicking the tires, right? So I, I just I like why don't I just see, see what everyone else is offering? Yeah, like I figure Stamkos would at least take the meeting, right? Right. But uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm surprised that he went this way too, mm-hmm. but that's what he's done. And there you go. And probably he got his <laughs> agent to be like, maybe no one will notice if we tell them right now. <laughs> Quick, while everyone's distracted by these two horrible trades. Yeah. Right? Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm seriously wondering, like, there are some teams that created Steven Stamkos money. I don't think the Leafs are spending any money this offseason now. I think the Leafs are just no. going to... because, like, bringing in... Because who's left now? Ocpozo and... Lucic. Uh, Lucic, and those guys don't make sense for the no, Leafs, right? No. But yeah. Detroit... Lucic to Detroit makes sense. The worst person in the world playing in the worst place in the world, so... No, I think uh, Lucic is going to the Oilers. I don't think the Oilers do what they did today unless they know Lucic is coming. Yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. Which, you know, I think my laughter says it all. <laughs> Good luck to Edmonton going forward, you morons. Yeah. Oh, God. And, and I think I texted you earlier because he went to go see Vancouver today, and I thought he was banned from Vancouver after the great uh, mean poutine incident of 2012. Yeah. <laughs> when he when he basically said he was never going back to Vancouver because some people yelled at him outside of a poutine shop. Look it up. Didn't make any of that up. Oh, God. Uh, Andrew Luck, Craig. Yeah. Six years, $140 million, 87 guaranteed. Right. It's a lot of money. This is my favorite stat of this contract. Would you like to know from 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 today forward until 2020, to, sorry, 2021, do you know what the, uh, the Indianapolis Colts will be playing Andrew Luck per day? Oh, good question. But I don't know. Every day, they will be paying him at least $43,241. Oh, Every day until 2021. That's pretty helpful for him. Good for him. I mean, just absolutely good for him. And it's nice to see a guy who's actually a professional quarterback, you know, get recognition for being a professional quarterback. Unlike a certain contender of the Bachelorette, Craig, because we are going to go out with a little Bachelorette talk this week. Okay. I'm an episode behind. You're an episode behind? Okay, well, I won't tell you who got kicked this week, but I don't think it matters because... Uh, Jordan Rogers or Joe Rowe, as I like to call him. I mean, he is so far ahead; it's ridiculous, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's doing pretty yeah, good. It's, this is this isn't even. It's not even a thing. No. Like he, he's winning, no. he, I mean, and he's just not there for the right reasons, Craig. You don't think he's there for the right reasons? No, come on, he's there to get famous. This is ridiculous. All right, maybe, he's, maybe he's not there for the right reasons. Jordan Rogers, I don't think he is. You think if it, like him and JoJo last? Uh. I don't know. <laughs> they have as good a chance as these other couples do. You know, yeah, like true. if you're if you're meeting on a reality show. <laughs> yeah. What 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 are your odds? Truly. Yeah. It's a good point. I just every time they give him the, I will say this. He seems the least dumb 
I guess is the word I'm going to go with of all the men in this complete. Uh, yeah, that's fair. It's not a high bar, but yeah, that's fair. True. Here's what I don't get, because you're 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 more of a bachelor veteran than right. I am, right? I, I've really just watched the last two seasons in order to talk about it with you on this podcast. So my first season was was Ben with the Bachelor last year, and then this is my first Bachelorette. The main difference I've noticed, and maybe you can tell me if this is just something they've done this year. We spent a lot more time getting to know Ben and what he was all about in his season, whereas I feel like we've spent no time getting to know JoJo and what she's all about this season, and we've just been spending it with, like, the guys who, quite frankly, suck. Uh, yeah, uh, we've seen it. We, we spent a lot of time with Chad. Yeah, who... I miss, quite frankly, because he was challenging a yeah, lot of the... Yeah, well, Chad is essentially, like... like um, Chad was if, you're, if you're eating, like, you know, uh, food with really spicy chili powder... Yeah. And, you know, you may not necessarily love the taste of the chili powder, but then you go back to eating the food without it, and you're like, oh, it's kind of boring. I don't like anything there. No, yeah. you're, you're, you're yeah. kind of long for the chili powder at some point. Exactly. Very good point. Very excellent analogy. Yep. But, I mean, like, Chad was also challenging the... <laughs> the the very nature of the show, because, like not wanting to go on the group dates and stuff, where he was like, "How do I get to know her if like twelve guys or other guys are around?" And Which like is the other reasonable, guys are but like, yeah, you, you can't like act surprised about that though. Like, yeah, you got to play yeah, the game. exactly. You know, the, yeah. the show's formatted the way it's formatted. You know, yeah, you got to play. Chad was just unwilling to play the game. Was the thing, and and he he called bullshit on the Bachelor, uh, just the format of the show, right? Because. My favorite was when the guys were like, I think I'm falling in love with her. And then he was like, how the fuck do you know? You had two conversations with her, right? Like, you don't know these gir- this girl. I don't know. It's just hilarious to me. Uh, I just, every time they put up Aaron or Jordan Rogers, former pro quarterback, it, it, it just, I laugh my ass off because um, if you well, take he Jordan- was paid money to be a quarterback. That's a okay. fact. I get, yeah, I guess he was paid money to be a quarterback. Craig, um, would you like to know uh, the amount of snaps and throws and uh, attempts, completions? That, oh, I, know, uh, I, I know it's zeros all the way around. Oh, yes. But, that, but whether, 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 someone's <laughs> jo- uh, whether he had a job of quarterback and was receiving money yeah. for it is not debatable. Uh, I suppose. But all I know is I typed his name into pro football reference and it laughed at me. So, pro quarterback, get out of my face. If you want to be called a pro quarterback, you have to have more attempts than Martin Gramatica has torn ACLs. You have to have more attempts. I'm not even asking for. I'm not even asking for touchdowns. I'm asking for pass attempts. More attempts than Tim Tebow has playoff wins. You have to have more attempts than Eric Lindros has Stanley Cups in order to be a professional quarterback. Oh God, Jordan Rogers. Uh, Do you have any professional attempts in the CFL? I that's a, I don't think so. I know he was in. He was with BC. Yeah, he was with BC, but I I don't know. Is there a CFL football reference dot com? I'm looking at it now. Huh? Uh, he attended his mini camp and then left to pursue a career in television. that's great oh i love it although we need jordan rogers on this show because he's really this is i don't know again you're you're a bachelor veteran and i'm not is this would this be considered a bad season yeah it hasn't been good so far 
Because it, it honestly, like, other, yeah. other than Chad, no one's really going to really remember anything about this season. Yeah, I mean, I, Jordan Rogers is going to win. Although it will be in, it is hilarious to me, and I've been discussing this with my wife, who I've been watching the show. Um, ben last season, obviously by like week three or whatever, knew he was going to pick Lauren B. Right? Yeah, you have a pretty good idea. But he also lined it up so that he could still get to go into the uh, what do they call the. I guess just the sweets with Jojo and Kayla. Yeah. And Kayla was his, was clearly Ben's like, okay, I've never been with a Filipino woman before. And you know, she's a little emotionally unstable that could translate into some really crazy stuff. So I'm bringing her along. Jojo's version of that is going to be uh, Luke, right? Cause she is so attracted to Luke. But when Luke talks, that man has nothing upstairs, Craig. He is like uh, the male definition uh, of a mimbo, or he, he's just the definition of a mimbo. But she's just so ridiculously attracted to him that he's going to be there the whole way. Yeah, it might be. And, and like they're headed, like she's going to take him in, into the suite, and good for her, quite frankly. Uh, yeah, JoJo's a winner. Um, yeah, and I guess. JoJo, like, well, I don't know. I, I, I think JoJo's pretty cool. Eh, she's all right. I mean, we haven't really gotten to know her, no. like I said, so we don't really know. Well, look how cute uh, she is. Yeah, that's true. How's your final? Who's your final two? Like, who 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 is the guy that gets rejected at? In favor oh, of Jordan? I, I I I said after the first episode that Jordan Rogers and Luke were the two. Were the two? Yeah, I think it's gonna be. I don't know. I just don't know if Luke. I think Luke will be the final th- three or whatever. But yeah, you got to get him to fantasy suites. Yeah, and uh, well, I just don't know. If, yeah, maybe. I, I don't know, because who is The Bachelor next year out of all these guys? Because all of these guys suck. You're right. <laughs> they might have to, like, find somebody else, because I, I don't think yeah. there's a single person, like, I don't I don't understand who The Bachelor's going to be. I mean, Robbie maybe could be The Bachelor, because he had that sob story where he told, with you know, not to make light of it, but he, he said the story where his friend died, which is horrible, but then he said he broke up with his girlfriend of three years because his friend died, and we never got the rest of that story. Yeah, I feel like there's a little more there, Robbie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> meat on the bone there, right? Oh god. So I mean, but I mean, maybe him because he seems like a decent enough guy, except he's a little too uh, put together for my liking. I don't know. Yeah, I, I honestly have no idea. No. Yeah, strange. Yeah, so you and me are both like. Aaron Rodgers, or Jordan Rodgers, I keep saying Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Rodgers, clearly. Do you think Aaron Rodgers shows up when they go to the hometown visit? I'm, I don't think so. Yeah, me neither. God, yeah, Jordan was on Katie Nolan's podcast and discussed the, the relationship with his brother, which apparently is not much of a relationship. I haven't listened to it yet. Really? Yeah, yeah no, I, I, Katie Nolan's podcast is good. It's legit. Oh, it's incredible. I haven't heard that one, but she, I'm, you and I have both for years been huge Katie Nolan fans. Yeah, she's, uh, yeah, she's fantastic. So, Craig... I'm going to tease this right now, and then we'll get out of here. How do you feel? Because I got nothing for Monday, because Game of Thrones is over. How do you feel about coming on and pitching our script for D4? Yeah, I'm in. All right. So that's what we'll do. We'll lie, and, and now that it's on the podcast, I can't back out. So Monday, uh, hopefully at a re- more reasonable hour, sure. we will do the D4 script, Sounds good to which me. I have mostly written down. Thanks for coming out and doing this. Great to have you back. No problem. Take care. All man. right. Touch you.